We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. All right, we're into the 1 o'clock hour here on Cody and Gold. Alex Gold, Nick Schwartz with you. Nate Taylor from The Athletic in studio with us. As well, we're all watching USA and Iran on TVs and here, keeping an eye on that. Of course, it is simple. The U.S. has to win today. Nate, if they want to move on, I know you're a big soccer guy. So I did not know that about you. Yeah, man. I'm nervous, dog. I'm nervous. Um, so I went to Hippie Mills High School and um, for my junior and senior year, because um, I'm I'm a lunatic. I, I did <laughs> I did play on the men's soccer team. Oh wow! Okay, you played varsity soccer in yeah, high school. Okay, yeah. nice. I was on the um, I was on the attack. I was a forward. Um, was I structurally sound in the midfield? <laughs> God no. <laughs> I remember one year we played like Rockhurst in like some district or whatever, and it was like, oh, this is so this is different. This uh, oh, these guys are organized. Um, but yeah, I, I've loved soccer. Much of my life, I don't have the time to really get into the Premier League yeah, as much I as like you. some of my friends do. But yeah, man, um, who can who? Can, I mean, what was it? Twenty ten was the, the 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 Donovan, just one of the greatest like sports experiences I've ever had. Just sort of watching, um, you know, watching watching us when we're not like the U.S. men's basketball team or the women's team. In terms of uh, World oh, the Cup, definite underdog World Cup competition, sure. yeah. So it's a little different experience, but I hope I hope they I hope they do well. Like it would be nice we'll, if they were uh, in the knockout round. Yeah, we'll we'll update you if anything happens. Uh, of course, it just underway about three minutes into the match, but uh, England and Wales going on at the same time. Hey, hell, uh, get and, the goalie out. Get like <laughs> like on set pieces. We should have all eleven involved because we got to win. Have to, and that'll be like. Let's say this thing gets down to let's. For, hopefully, they they're able to score fairly early. But let's say it's right. again in the second half and it's sixtieth minute and it's tight, zero zero. Tight, tight. Again, Iran can can just move Mark on the, with the draw. So that's the concern is that right. or the, the major disaster is they get up or they get up early and then you're really screwed. Right. So then, then you're talking about two goals. So we'll, we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, Nate, I, I did want to start though with the chiefs and, and talk about Melvin Gordon briefly because um, he's on the practice squad. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's just the practice squad, <laughs> um, but I don't ever want to see him carry a ball for the Chiefs. Really? No. This is where you are. Okay. Yeah. He's wow. canceling his I, I, Kansas City career look, before I, it even begins. I, wow. I don't know the guy. I'm sure he's a great dude. Good teammate. Sure, all that's true. Uh-huh. I don't need someone that potentially can cost my team <laughs> a chance at going to the Super Bowl in the playoffs because 
He's running well on a drive, and they say, you know what? One more carry near the goal. One more carry at the five, and he coughs that damn football up because he's done it five times this year, 20, 21 times in his career. He can't figure it out it's who he is. Nick has a theory that his biceps are too big. That's why he fumbles. You the know ball. about that technique, right? You got to get in that pocket in the elbow. Yes. When yes. you got cartoonishly big muscles, <laughs> it's tough to get that ball tucked away. They're just bouncing off your biceps. He needs to trim up a little bit. I, I told Nick, so wait, in eight years, you don't think anybody's ever, if that was really the issue, just to stop doing the bicep curls? That's hilarious. <laughs> um, He's not playing, right? Well, he's not playing this week. Well, yeah, but he's not playing this year. <laughs> I say he can play week 18. The one seed's locked up. Chad Henney's handed it hey, off to Melvin a- Gordon. Melvin Gordon can have 25 carries in that game. Okay, that's Joey a- Fortson can have seven catches. <laughs> Sky Moore can have 10. I don't care what happens week 18 if this, everything's locked up. Yes, okay, so I understand, I understand your point there. Um, there's a chance he could play before week 18. Um, you know, we don't know how long Clyde will be out. Even though being on you know short term IR, you're 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 not going to play for four games. So he's one through four at this point. Um, he will be motivated to play against the Denver Broncos, right? Mm. I mean, you can scheme some things up. Maybe tell you some things to look out for. If um, I were to tell you a scenario, though, let me just throw this at you. Uh huh. A scenario where they're playing the Broncos. And I said, what What would it take for the Broncos to win? I would guess you would say, oh, the Chiefs would probably have to have a bunch of turnovers. <laughs> so why would I put a guy in the game that might turn the ball over? Because that's what he's done this year. So that's why I don't have any interest. Okay. So uh, if, if people have been listening this year, I, I get it. I just want to, you know, Ronald Jones is a free man. He's no longer in the breaking case yeah. of emergency glass. He has now been replaced by Melvin Gordon because they really didn't have a capable running back on their practice squad. So you feel he, he feels that role right now. So he got rojoed, hopefully. That's what I'm telling you. Good. Okay. Yes. I'm fine with that. Yeah. That's fine. You have three yeah. running backs right now. And hey, Ronald Jones looked uh, adequate would, would be my word choice for right now. Um, let's see if he can be consistent through maybe, you know, limited carries. Um against the Bengals or, you know, the following week. But really, it's a Pacheco-driven position right now. McKinnon is still your uh, above-average third-down running back. And Ronald Jones can be the change of pace. And if someone else gets injured or Clyde's recovery takes longer than you anticipated, maybe you could have Melvin Gordon available. And, yes, it, it you know, if you need capable bodies – to be elevated from the practice squad for one week in week 18, then sure. Okay. Right. But I wouldn't I wouldn't get concerned. It's just he's replaced Ronald Jones for right now. Yeah, that makes sense. That's fine. And we'll give, yeah. like, you know, I'll we can check back with Melvin Gordon's progress uh, in two weeks' time when he actually has time to go through the playbook, be on the field with the guys, see how it is on game day. Does he just and- love the AFC West? It's the only teams he want to play for? That's where it. he made. That's where he's literally made that's, his money. That's it. <laughs> so it's. That's I weird. mean, it's, yeah. it's it's financially sound, uh, I guess. And look, if you if you're on the act, ooh, if you're on the active roster for a um, postseason game, then maybe you know, maybe you could be a part of the equation that leads to the team maybe getting a Super Bowl ring. If you don't turn the football over. Yeah. Which I know is your greatest concern. That, yeah, I mean, I think it has to be with Mel. I'm not <laughs> saying he can't run the ball. He was at times looked in. There was there was definitely glimpses even this year for the Broncos. Like, oh wow, he he's he running looks like hard. He's he moving, looked, yeah. And then you get to the damn goal line. 
I mean, that, it, he honestly cost them at least one or two games. The Seattle sure. game for that sure. That one may or may not cost me some money yeah. as well as matter of fact. I swear that's not influencing my opinion. No, not at all. But it definitely is. Um, so we were having this discussion earlier today, though, and I think before the season started, we all knew if I would have said, oh, depending on performance this year, they're going to have some decisions to make on Chris Jones. Okay, makes sense. I think that decision's pretty easy now, but Chris Jones, I would have said before the season, based on performance one way or the other, Orlando Brown Jr., uh, as the season went on, mm-hmm. uh, they're going to have to make a decision, of course, on Juju Smith-Schuster. All right, those make sense. I think you have to add Legereus Sneed into that to where I think he's going to have to get a contract. And I know this regime has not been willing to <laughs> give deals to corners. I think, and Nick and I both agreed on this, like, he's different. Yeah, I think he's different because he's not just a coverage corner. He's so versatile for them mm-hmm. and what Spags likes to do with his scheme to where I think you can make the the case stronger for them willing to give him money versus some of the guys like Ward and others they haven't in the past. So you have to think about things in the framework of like a couple years, right? So it's like, well, okay, they let – Traverius Ward go out in free agency, who is a very good cornerback. Like, if you look at uh, the 49ers right now, he's had some very good games. Most notably, one of his worst games this season was against the Chiefs. Um, <laughs> but taking that aside, like, he's a, he's he's an above-average cornerback. Okay, so he got paid like such in the market. Now, one of the reasons why they let Traverius Ward go is because they felt really confident about the rookie class or the – the draft class of the cornerback position that we just saw this spring. I don't know if they anticipated getting three cornerbacks, all capable, all of quality, but that's occurred. Um, but another reason why Traverius Ward wasn't asked to uh, – I don't even think they got into contract negotiations. Honestly, I think they just said, hey, we, we appreciate everything you've done, uh, but, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll let you see what the market says. I think part of that was because they anticipated that Legereus Need is, like, really, really good. And so – um, the way you can sequence second contracts alongside rookie contracts, it makes sense now uh, based on the production of, hey, we have controlled costs with these three rookies for the next two years at least. Um, and we have Legereus who just fits what our defensive coordinator wants to do and has been a very productive player that um, it doesn't it doesn't feel like you're giving too much to one position and neglecting others on that side of the ball. Can they afford to, <laughs> to, to bring back Chris Jones on a new deal, to bring back Juju on a new deal, to work out some sort of deal, even with an Orlando Brown or somebody like that. Can they mm-hmm. do that with Snead? Like, do they have the money to actually make all of that work? And if not, who's your odd man out? Can, can, you, can you tell me what the cap projections are? Right. Okay. Fair. <laughs> fair. Um, they they have to, in my opinion, sort a two-year extension, like a legitimate, this is real for the next two years, you will make this. You can balloon it to three or four or whatever. They have to figure that out with Chris Jones. Um, and, you know, Chris understands that this is the season where he gets another chance to to get an app, you know, a bite of the, of the, of the money from a, a revenue standpoint. Um, I think it's weird. It's like cornerbacks kind of ballooned a little bit last year not like the receiver market but you you know it's a premium position and he does things for you if i was representing legerious need that no one else on your roster can Mm -hmm. do so like pay that accordingly um 
totally makes sense to do those two things. The problem then is you usually have to make one of two decisions, Juju or Orlando. Juju or we got to move up in the draft to take a first-round left tackle. Or See. Juju and a trade. Or Orlando Brown and a trade. Or Orlando Brown and a receiver. Now, quietly, guys, I might say the thing that no one wants to hear right now, but have you seen the tackle play in college? Yes, it's so. not as good as the wide receivers so that's coming out we, of college. Isn't were, that we an evergreen talk- thing, though? Right? Like, the wide receiver talent over the past four years has just been insane with yeah. the ability to hit the ground running. The past four years, yes. And it's only – I feel like it's only going to get better. It's going to be – some ways harder to, and this is to Orlando Brown's benefit without him really being involved, it, it's going to be harder to just get a great offensive lineman. Like, for whatever reasons, and there are some people that are, are really trying to figure this out, um, there has not been a, I mean, name me the last, I got to think about it myself too, but, like, name me the last, like, can't miss tackle that's just going to, like, be a stonewall. Well, there like, are guys they thought, like, Penny Sewell, you thought he was going to be that guy. I right? never, I, he was never, he was, he was advertised as the best of that class. I don't know if he was advertised why, as like, you yeah. know, he was, I think he was advertised better than Eric Fisher, but like the reason Eric Fisher went one is because he just plays left tackle. And that was a week, that was a week <laughs> And class. a week draft. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's, I, I, I'll, I'll look through yeah. it here in a minute, but I, I think Juju fits the offense kind of perfectly when healthy when in the role but also like there's just more receivers out there see that's where so we were when we were having this conversation and nick nick asked me the question he's like out of all those players yeah like who are you willing to move on from and as much as i want juju smith schuster back i i agree with what you're saying as well which is uh where also the market might be heading for juju number one and in this offense, even though he fits so perfectly, mm-hmm. it is going to still, I think, potentially be easier to find a wide receiver that can work or multiple that work with Mahomes than it is to go and find a corner that's going to do what Snead does to to go and obviously find a, an edge or a pass rusher like Chris Jones. That's not you're not going to find that. And then to your point in the draft at the tackle spot, you're picking 28 to 32. You're not getting a starting left tackle. And right. even if you. You know, I guess a scenario where what you, you tag Brown again, you trade him, you get some more draft picks, and then what you trade up in the draft, but what you're going to start a rookie left tackle that you pick 15th overall, it's, okay, it's, and what, you need a right tackle potentially still. Like I, yeah. I know, I know from the fan base and everybody loves Juju, and as do I. I think he's been a great fit. And Orlando Brown's rubbed a lot of people, you know, kind of the wrong way, even though he was just trying to get his money in the offseason. Right, but right. still, some fans it rubbed him the wrong way, fair or not. And so I think the fans automatically are like, oh, just move on from Brown, but. As bad as you think maybe he has been at times, mm-hmm. do you want to see a left tackle off the street? Do you want to see a left tackle that was picked 24th overall in the NFL draft and have him start and protect your half a billion dollar quarterback? I don't. Well, based on your scouts, can you find the next uh, David Bakhtiari who, well, was, then, who was, taken in the, was taken in the fourth round? <laughs> but again, <laughs> nobody saw this coming. So um, yeah, tackle development has taken longer than maybe it did in the past. Um, but you might have to find a Trey Smith just at the left tackle position or where he can develop into one. Um, <laughs> it's so funny watching. We are in the box, ladies and gentlemen. I wish we didn't cut the live stream off because I have a perfect view. We are view. in the box. It looks like Nate and Gold are both staring at me 
during their conversation, <laughs> but really it's because there's a television about four feet to my right. Yeah. Ugh. We got to conserve some energy, but I, I, I... We're 16 minutes in I, here. It's... I appreciate the approach, fellas. Yeah. Um, and look, you know, the more you apply pressure to, to, the, to the goalkeeper for the opponent, the more he's willing to slip up. So we'll see, but... Text um, line says, go get Laramie Tunzel. Your thoughts to that? I'm not sure that's as much of an upgrade of over okay. Orlando well, Brown as people may anticipate. How good has Orlando Brown been? How He's been good way better this last month. Like, as soon as we stopped talking about <laughs> what happened last Brown, year a little bit. He got really good. Um, you know, Sunday is not a representation of anything, yeah. really. But, hey, that guy is Orlando – or that guy is Aaron Donald. And there was there was a time or two where he's like, I'll test you out, Orlando. I'll go on the edge. Um People may have not have recognized this, but on Travis Kelsey's 39-year touchdown pass, Aaron Donald is trying to get Patrick from the blind side. And Aaron and Orlando Brown is just like, just go over here. Not in the play anymore. It's it's a true one-on-one, and or- Orlando Brown wins, and that's why they, you know, that's why Patrick felt comfortable in the pocket. There's no other plus players on the Rams offensive line, and Jalen Ramsey's out here getting put in the toaster. Um so Orlando Brown's played really well over the last month. He does tend to get better as the season goes along. Um, <laughs> I can't the, the the this is why it's so fascinating because I can't find you a a, a better yeah. replacement. So, but you know, is that he, I'm is not that saying to go. I'm all. not saying to go give him the deal that he wants either. But at the mm-hmm. same time, like like would you be willing to make concessions if you're the Chiefs to just say? We're at this price. We're willing to get worse at left tackle. You can't do that because of because because of you, that's you, a non-starter. For me, it would be. It's too important. And why did you give Joe Tooney all that money? If if you're not gonna compliment we, it with a with with a with a capable tackle, tell me if I'm wrong. Can we can we also stop with any like thought because I already saw the text line like the idea like oh just move Tooney to be left tackle next year. He's making all this money. Make. Can we? You tell me if I'm wrong. Bill we, Belichick would have put that, that man at tackle yeah, if he like, was a tackle. That's all. Ah! Thank you. Like that again. I want your. You, I, I wanted your your expertise on that because I I see that all the time. Whether it's when Brown's injured, or when, when it, not injured, but when, whenever his contract stuff was going on, like people are like, oh, you're you're paying Tooney a, a huge contract or right. cap hit next year, which they are. It's a big number next year for Tooney. Yeah, and you can um, you can you can remove you can move some, yeah. you can move some stuff and around, probably, and they probably will. But like. Yeah, the notion that you just just slide him over to left tackle, no big deal, problem solved. Like it's just that doesn't make any sense. So okay, so where are you right now, then, Nate? If he's been this good, you know and what you this know, means. and you know that he, mm-hmm. you can't get worse. You so know like, what this means? Are they giving him a contract extension? I just it, all this means is that you you might set yourself up for another year on the uh, franchise tag. Would he do it? What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? We've me we've seen, he's we've not going to sit out, Nick. Players, I mean, we've seen he's players sitting out. He's going to drastic measures. He's going to pass up because what's the number if he gets it's tagged like 20, again? Twenty, I think. He's going to miss tw- twenty mil. No way. No way. Hasn't this older? been the breaking point for a lot of players trying to get franchise tagged twice in a row? Uh, that's a CBA issue, sir, and a, <laughs> and a and it was collectively bargained by your union, which I say all the time we're idiots. But the union says, "Hey, it only affects twelve guys a year at the max." Oh, but you know this franchise tag also limits the actual I don't know market for each position because you can actually put a tag on somebody. So 
it's not like all it, it, the tide does not rise for everybody because y'all allowed these owners to be maniacal. <laughs> and if it's only going to cost me twenty million to protect Patrick Mahomes' blind side, I'll yeah. do it every year. So I know it's probably not what everybody wants to hear, but Orlando Brown's playing well enough to guess what? Be put right back on the franchise tag if you can't find another suitable option. And I don't think there's one at least 12 weeks through the regular season that is better unless you make some trade that um, will take, you know, draft capital away from you this year in ways that you built it a year ago. Nate Taylor from The Athletic in studio with us here talking about the Chiefs. And I don't know about you, but we had the Rams discussion yesterday a great deal. And I think you, you said it perfectly. Like, eh, there's not much to <laughs> like overall take away from the game. Like, yes. C, C performed. They still won by 16. I mean, it was just ridiculous. Right. Uh, obviously, I guess if, you know, we, we talked about the special team stuff yesterday. Continues to be a frustration. Again, I, I think Andy said it well because we, we said it before Andy did even on the show, which is uh, – I don't even blame Sky Moore anymore. It's Dave Tobe and Andy Reid's problem. Right. And it's their fault. Uh, yep. He should never return upon again. Correct. Um, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, so looking ahead, like I'm so fired up for Sunday, though. It's been a little bit since we had a game week, though, where it's like, oh, I'm ready on Tuesday. Yeah. That, remember how we talked about the Ravens and how Lamar talked about the Chiefs? He said, you know, the Chiefs were his kryptonite. Ooh, this is a we're, lovely point, sir. We're, we're venturing in that territory if. If, if Mahomes lose. loses, if they lose, that's the story heading into the playoffs where they might have to face the Cincinnati Bengals uh-huh. a fourth time. Uh huh. Yeah, I. It's amazing how some of this stuff shifts and moves quicker than you're <laughs> ready for or quicker than you anticipate. So the Chiefs, for years, were chasing the Patriots with Andy Reid. And they found the quarterback most equipped to chase them down. And the Bills, in some ways, were chasing the Patriots, too. You know, because obviously there was a division uh, just rights holder, basically. Uh, and then the Bills were like, oh, shoot, we got to <laughs> change up. We got we to gotta build our roster for that team. And quietly, while no one was looking, the Bengals were like, what if we had a version of the 2018 Chiefs roster because we just draft really well, even though we don't spend a lot of money. And now you have Joe Burrow. Pretty good. Mm -hmm. You got Joe Mixon still in the prime of his career. We'll see how he does with his injury this year. Yeah, concussion protocol. And then you got three receivers. And you got Hayden Hurst. Like, the Ravens may not get to an AFC championship game in Lamar Jackson's tenure because it changes that freaking fast. Um, I think the Chiefs will unload 20% of things that they haven't showed on, 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 on film this year or, you know, wrinkles to what they've shown. Um, and that's a pretty sizable number. Because most teams will tell you that's eh, about a 10% <coughs> uptick if we need it for, like, a divisional mm-hmm. opponent or a big game that, like, we now consider, you know, a pretty must-win uh, type. But I think I think 20% of what the Bengals are going to see is um, stuff that they cannot prepare for with the urgency and the motivation and the 
tenacity yeah, I mean, to combine the, it. The, the best performance of this season was when they played Tampa. And, and, just, and, and that was all about yep. remembering the past mm-hmm. and walking into that stadium. And I understand the game, the AFC title game was at Arrowhead, not in Sensitive still. Right. This was a game that sent Mahomes and the Chiefs home one that close to a Super Bowl. You were up 18, worst half of Mahomes' career. It yep. had everybody questioning everything for three <laughs> months. Random blog posts, blaming Eric Bieniemy, crazy stuff was going on because everybody was so caught off guard by how the hell did this happen? And now Patrick Mahomes yeah, is trying to avoid going 0-3 against Joe Burrow and Cincinnati. So I have no doubt that they will be ready from the kickoff right. on Sunday. I'm not, I'm not guaranteeing they're going to win this game, but I'm not. I, 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 they will have their best stuff yeah. on Sunday against Joe Burrow and company. And it's a, it's a, it's, I think it's going to be a race to 30. Like, it's going to be another shootout. Okay, okay. Because both offenses can find the matchup they want. Both offenses can still dictate – Okay, you're gonna blitz. Fine. Okay, you want to drop. You want to drop eight back. You want to do cover two. That's great. You want to. You want to keep a cap on this. Fine. We'll go right down the field. The Bengals are one of the best teams at playing possession football. Of just saying, okay, okay, Tennessee. This how you want to play. Cool. Six minute drive coming right at you, and we're gonna, we're gonna be fine on third and six. We're gonna get to third and six four times, <laughs> and we feel like we can convert at least three of them to get into field goal range. Um, the Chiefs have shown that all year. They're the best red zone offense. Um, outside of whatever the hill that was on that's Sunday, why, that's why I'm not worried about. That's why I'm not worried about that. Even though they were one for six, the Rams were the second best team in red zone defense this year, touchdown percentage, and the Chiefs were si- are sixth now. Even after what and happened not Sunday, concentrating half yeah, the time. I, I, I'm not worried about their reds. Now, obviously, they can't go one for six against Cincy, and they're right. not, they're not going to. Okay, like that's they're not going one for six on Sunday in the red zone. So now you're asking something from the defense that they've kind of shown some progression. But what you're asking for the defense is stop the explosive plays and also get me turnovers. And the Chiefs have been one of two on defense for most of this season. Either they stop the explosive plays um, and can still get to the quarterback, most notably because of Chris Jones is just, um, you know, just having probably his best, the best season of his career. If you look at it beyond just the statistics, like film wise, it's like, wow, he's much better in the run game now. Um, he is coming off the edge, which is what he wasn't doing earlier. So, like, he can pick matchups similar to, like, Aaron Donald in a certain way. So, hey, we have, you know, we have Chris Jones playing the best football of his career pretty much. Um, And we're not trying to give up, you know, explosive plays. But to win this game, you might need to flip the field a couple times with some turnovers. And, hey, they did that against Los Angeles. It's like they got a turnover to at least end the game. Um, now they got some turnovers against the Rams because it was a third string quarterback playing his first NFL start. Joe Burrow will be a different, yeah. a different test. You mentioned Chris Jones. Like I'll give credit. I mean, we were up in camp, uh, all of us, of course. Uh, it was in, it was August and Joe Colin, the new defensive line coach or mm-hmm. whatever, he made the comment. And I remember we talked about it on the show that day. He made the comment, something It was like Chris Jones, has to have a career year. Yes, basically. And yeah. yeah, like basically, he was like, he has to have a career year. And <laughs> we're it's like, screwed and if we, this dude and, isn't amazing. And we were all like, well, okay, so you think he's having 15 and a half sacks? And we fast forward, it's November 29th, he's got 10 of them. Yeah. Uh, and he is, ha- like you just said it, he is having a career year. Yes. So it's pretty impressive. Like, damn, okay. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, and I know Chris Jones has given him, uh, Coach 
uh, Joe Cullen uh, credit yes. for, for the type of season he's having, too. Yeah, everything's built around Chris, which is the first time that you could say that in his career in terms of, like, the defensive line, how they want to change and, you know, manipulate, you know, protections for the offensive line and the quarterback. Everything's built around him, and he's played fabulous, and he's uh, obviously stayed healthy, too. But, yeah, like <laughs> – Joe Cullen basically looking. This, yeah, was, this was right as like Carlos Dunlap was coming into the fold too. I remember that where he was just like, yeah, if he's not great, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> and my job's on the line because I'm supposed <laughs> to make him great. Uh, but yeah, like they, like this is it, right? I mean, Chris Jones was very, very self-aware in saying that like the reason we lost to the AFC Championship game is because I did not get the sack on Joe Burrow. Just need one sack. You just need one, one sack. And by the way, that would have been the first postseason sack That's of his still, career. Still nuts. Still nuts that he doesn't have one. That'll be a, you know we'll obviously when we get yeah. to the postseason and, it'll be a thing again. And sacks matter to a certain degree because it pushes the offense backwards and it you know it's 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 as close to a turnover as you can get without taking the ball away. And yet, um, you know. The Bengals' offensive line is pretty good. Like, I don't know if you've watched much of what the Bengals have showed over the last, you know, I guess they're on a three-game winning streak. But during this time, Joe Burrow has felt comfortable. He's gotten better protection. The ball's coming out quicker. He's making better decisions. So this is like a real test for everybody. Obviously, it is for the young cornerbacks because of the exceptional depth they have at wide receiver. Um, but also for Chris Jones, like this is a better offensive line than probably he saw last year. Um, and Burrow's a you know, a more experienced quarterback. So if he can affect the game with like a sack or two sacks, um, that would be pretty that would be pretty um that'd be a big indicator for me that like, yeah, he's having he's having one of those years if he can really affect the game. Um, because the Bengals have so many weapons for Joe Burrow to get the ball out to. Nate Taylor from The Athletic in studio with us. Up next, we, uh, we'll get to watch trending. We'll get to watch your fantasy. A little update also on USA soccer here on Cody and Gold. Get us a goal! <laughs> You're listening to Cody and Gold, brought to you by Gan Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gan Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Don't miss Alex's That Betting Show every Thursday night at 7 o'clock right here on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. 
the MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. What's trending? All right, let's check in on the hot topics. Trending, trending, trending. Number one on what's trending, keeping an eye on the World Cup. It's simple for the U.S. They have to win in order to advance out of group play. It is currently in the 37th minute. Scoreless between USA and Iran. Also, Wales and England going on at the same time. They're in the 37th minute, and it is scoreless in that match. But for the U.S., they have to win. A draw doesn't do it. And, Nick, like we talked about earlier, like the worry for the U.S. is not only, like, obviously they got to score, but Iran is packing it in. They got, like, nine guys deep, and they have no interest in scoring in this match if you're Iran. Because a draw is good enough for them. All these soccer nerds like Rob Brenton, and what? Steven Speck, they told me that a draw against Wales last week was a good thing. That that was a win wow. for Team USA. And it they wasn't... drew that game, and then they drew against England, yeah. and now they're about to get so, bounced from the World Cup. So it was – the draw against England was a great result. They outplayed England. The draw against Wales was not a good result because the way U.S. was already up. Like, you know something Like, if you would have said going into the match, you could have drew with Wales, yes. But – USA was up one nothing and gave up the late goal. That's why that, to me, wasn't a good result, if that makes sense. Anyway, the U.S. has gotten a couple opportunities. They got one in the box here. Finish. Goal! There we go, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Are they going to wave this off? No VAR crap. It's a goal right now as it stands. It's a goal right now as it stands for U.S. We always know there's VAR video review, but that is huge. In the 38th minute, goal for U.S. national team. It was Christian Pulisic, of course, of Chelsea. Pretty sure this is an FCC violation by you right Whatever. now. Whatever. Whatever. Wow. We're fine. We're fine. How about Let's that? Let's go, man. Is that legal? That's legal. Is everything above board here? We're good. Let's go. All right. There we go. He did take out the goalie, but you know what? I like that. Hard-nosed American soccer right now. So do they just pack it in now for the rest of the game? The U.S. They'll be yeah. a little more conservative, but they can keep attacking. I- Iran's going to have to change their, their – they can't lose. They want to advance. So, yeah, changes the whole thing. Big, big, big goal. Uh, next up on what's trending in another uh, sporting event with the same geopolitical ramifications as the one we're currently talking about, the Kansas <laughs> basketball team took down Texas Southern last night. 87 to 55. Jalen Wilson led the way with 22 points. KU gets a win after losing to Tennessee on Friday in what was a pretty ugly showing by the Jayhawks down in the Bahamas. It improved to 7 and 1 on the season. 25 point favorites the Jayhawks were last night against Texas Southern and uh, much needed a little bounce back. I guess they had travel issues, Nick, so uh, they weren't able to practice before that game yeah. uh, last night. Uh, didn't really matter against Texas southern uh that's what's trending we're just gonna cut it off there that's what's trending baby the goal stands no var review there is an injured player uh it's getting some medical attention but uh in the 40th minute it is usa one nothing on iran in group b play the u.s if they win they advance the round of never a doubt 16 man never a doubt and that's why i said that uh, going for the draw against wales was actually a really smart play by team usa and that was a good thing man all right Earlier today, we talked to Vinny Pasquantino, right? Our NFL insider. Did. He joined us. You know he was going to be fired up to talk about the New York Jets. We did that. We talked some Chiefs football with Vinny. Now, joining Cody and Gold. Hey, it's a beautiful Tuesday morning, let me tell you that. It's your 2022 VinFL Insider. Are his hands going to get any bigger? Royals first baseman, Vinny Pasquantino. As a uh, potential future Chiefs fan, we hate the Broncos. 
Vinny Pasquantino joins us here on a Tuesday. Uh, I know you had the whole diet thing going on this offseason, but are you still about the, the Thanksgiving leftovers or were those done days ago? Uh, well, the great thing is, is I was not at my own, even in my own city for Thanksgiving. So I had no Thanksgiving leftovers, which is just great for the body. Um, you know, it's just better to go ahead and get away from all those potatoes, stuffing, turkey, or turkey's fine, but all that other stuff, gravy, get away from the gravy, you know? Did you just load, so did you just load up normally on the turkey? You still load it up on the turkey, though. Yeah, yeah. I'm a dark meat turkey guy, so and there was plenty of that to go around, so... It was a it was a great Thanksgiving. Now I wasn't here last week, Vinny, but I was told that you refused to talk about the New York Jets when asked. Something tells me that you're willing to talk about them today. What I will talk about is scoring more points than the other team, and that was fantastic. <laughs> and uh, you know, it's always sweeter when you beat your friends' teams, even though my friend doesn't know how to make a uh, fair, friendly wager. But that's okay. Um, we don't want to ruin Michael Massey's confidence, uh, just personally. He needs it, so we'll we'll keep lifting him up. Um, nobody lost technically that wager, so you know it's just we're we're happy to have a win win up there in New York. So we go to Minnesota this weekend, and we'll see what happens. Yeah. So what happened with the bet? So Michael Massey, big Bears fan. You guys made a wager last week, but why, why is the bet void here? So the the deal was if the Bears won, I would have to wear a Mitch Trubisky jersey to either spring training or opening day. I don't even remember because I was so not worried about losing it. <laughs> um, and then the other side of it was if Zach Wilson completes 15 passes, Michael would wear a jersey of my choice. Um, but as we all know, Zach Wilson did not play, and Mike White completed 22 passes. Now, my understanding originally was – that it was whoever was the starting quarterback of the New York football jets, but I did not read the terms and conditions. And I was, uh, you know, I was bested when it came to creating a wager. So good for Michael. He, he made a bet that he knew he couldn't lose. And uh, here we are now, but the good thing is, is jets are seven and four. That's a pretty good spot to be in. Yeah, that was, uh, it was interesting last week, listening to Michael talk about that. Now, Mike white, is the starting quarterback he looked like an immediate upgrade over Zach Wilson. The Jets are in a, a weird situation because usually when you have quarterback competition like this, Vinny, it's on bad teams that are looking like top 10 picks in the draft next year. Now you've got a team that's fighting for an AFC playoff spot. How, how do you handle this if you're Robert Sala moving forward with not just this season, but knowing that Zach Wilson was potentially going to be your franchise quarterback? be honest i'm not really sure how you move forward other than trying to win football games i think at the end of the day that's what really matters and they're a team that's in a position to win other than you don't really know who the quarterback is and typically that would mean you're not in a position to win but they're doing it their defense is very good they've got good weapons on the outside and their tight ends are pretty good now it's just about finding who can get them the ball and this weekend it worked we don't want to talk about who was playing defense um it was a very banged up bears team that doesn't have a great statistical defense anyway so we'll find out this weekend when they go up to minnesota and face the vikings and it's a dangerous spot to be in you never want to play kirk cousins during the day when the sun is out and that is what they're doing it's a game that's going to get hidden on tv and that's typically where the vikings really come to play even though they you know they broke that curse on thanksgiving but you know we'll see what happens we're talking to our nfl insider Vinny pasquantino here on 610 sports radio so do you think that do you buy what robert sala was saying though prior to that game on Sunday, which is that, hey, this isn't the end of Zach Wilson in New York. Do you think that the Zach Wilson era is over if Mike White rattles off a couple more wins? I don't necessarily know if it would be over, 
But, I mean, there's always a spot as a backup quarterback in the NFL. It's not a bad spot to be in. If Mike White plays like he did this past week, it doesn't really feel like a tough decision. You you play the guy that that is good. And, I mean, we're getting to the point where draft status doesn't matter two years down the road. So, um, we'll, we'll just see what happens. And I believe in Coach Sala, so I'm just going gonna, gonna to stick with him. Now, are you hoping that the Chiefs and the Broncos here in two weeks play, and right now it's still Sunday night football, and there's there's talk that that game will get flexed out thanks to Russell Wilson and the Broncos being absolutely pitiful this season. And I guess there's a chance maybe your, your Jets in that Bills game could get flexed to Sunday night. Is that what you're hoping for? Yeah, I think there's a shot, but also the Dolphins play the Chargers, and that would be Tua versus Herbert. And I, I feel like that game would get flexed over the Jets-Bills, depending on where the standings are at that point. But also the Dolphins will be out west for two weeks in a row, and they might not want to keep them. Uh, for the night game as well when they uh, are finally able to go back home. So who knows what comes into play when they make those decisions. But how about those Kansas City Chiefs, huh? Huh? They just did it again. Didn't play their greatest game and still won. How about that? 16-point win, and yet it felt boring, right, Vinny? Like, that's what's crazy. Like we, we felt like they played as if it was a C performance, and they still end up winning by 16 like it was no big deal. No doubt about it. And it's, you know, a bunch of my tweet mentions right now are from Chiefs fans saying that they would like a game at 1 o'clock or 12 o'clock, whatever time <laughs> the day game would be. Yeah. That's a good spot to be in when you uh, want the day game because your team is so good that you play in prime time all the time. Have you at all entertained the idea or thought about the prospects of the Jets being in Arrowhead in January for a playoff game? Yeah, you know, the thought has crossed my mind, and I can uh, – 100% confidently say that I would be there if that happened. I would probably be wearing neutral colors, you know, play politics <laughs> a little bit. Um, so it would be, and then I can't lose really, you know, either team wins, I win. So it, it would be a good spot to be in. Uh, that would be really exciting for, uh, for me. And uh, we'll just see what happens when we get there. First step, make the playoffs. So Vinny, I don't, you, you probably know this better than I, but New York's big city. I'm sure there's a lot of celebrities who are Jets fans, but because they've been so bad, I don't know who those like mega fans, like I know the chiefs have Paul Rudd and Jason Sudeikis and Eric Stone street and, and Rob Riggle. I don't know who those guys are for the Jets, but now that they're having this sort of rise as you're having your rise into the big leagues with the Royals, have you at all thought about trying to parlay your success into becoming like one of the next wave of Jets super fans that is associated with the team that they're always showing on TV anytime they're on primetime. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, that's the, uh, that, that would be very good. Um, but I also have to remember that my number two team is Kansas City. I would gladly be a Chiefs fan as well. So I'm just, to be honest, I'm just in a good spot if both teams are winning. So, like, if we got if the Chiefs and Jets were in the postseason, as you, you mentioned, you would you would be at Arrowhead for that game. Would would you just want the split jersey, like like it was your your children playing out there? Would you have the, yeah, the half Mahomes, half white jersey? Yeah, I think I think that's what I'd have to do. It, it, I could put the one on the left side for the first part of fifteen, and then the five on the right for Mike White. I mean, it'd be you know we'd be in a really good spot. All right, lastly, Vinny, then we'll let you go, man. Uh, World Cup, are you going to watch a huge game today around uh, 1 o'clock or so here, local time at least, take it on Iran. you got got to win or this thing's over. Yeah, I mean, first of all, I just love sports, and I love being able to plan my day around when sports are on TV. So this is a this is a big day in the Pasquantino household. Um, I've, got, I've got my TV ready to go at 1 o'clock, and, you know, I'm just looking for the U.S. to, to go win – to go win a football match today. That's what I'm excited for is to watch those guys get on the pitch and just 
just show them what we got. You know, this is a massive game. Let's go ahead and advance. Let's go ahead and advance to the knockout stage of the World Cup. That'd be great for morale of the country. No question, man. And set it up for 2026. Uh, get everybody fired up for that one. Of course, the World Cup will be uh, taking place in Kansas City as well. So I think I, I'm, I'm with you there. We'll see if they can, can do that a little bit later on this afternoon. How does that work? How does that work? How many cities are hosting yeah, the World uh, Cup? What is it, 11? Yes. Yeah, because like it's, it's, there's some in Canada, some in Mexico, majority of them in the U.S. I think we're guaranteed like four matches in the U.S. and uh, for 2026. Now, the U.S. won't play in Kansas City. They'll get, that'll go to New York or Chicago or whatever. But we'll, we'll, get, yeah, we'll get a couple World Cup matches in 2026 at, uh, at Arrowhead, which will be awesome. Yeah, perfect. Just send Mbappe our way to Kansas City, <laughs> yeah. um, and and we'll be there. You know, we'll be there watching the French play football. So that'll be great. That was Vinny Pasquantino, our NFL insider, earlier today joining us. Obviously, you guys could tell with the, the question about the soccer we were talking to him before the match began. Um, but yeah, I think he he should definitely go if the Chiefs are playing the Jets with the half Jet half Chiefs uniform. Someone already mocked it up for him uh, on Twitter when he asked for that. And Texan says he would look like a Christmas ornament if he had the the, the, the Chiefs jersey on half of him and the, the Jets on the other. But uh, look, we'll see. Look, the Jets in position maybe to make the to make the postseason, uh, sitting on seven wins. Uh, looking like what well, we got a minute left in extra time here for the first half. USA up one nothing on Iran. Of course, they have to win to advance. And the good news is Christian Pulisic didn't even have to exit the game. He was on the sideline for, I don't know, what, three or four minutes, Nick, and he's right back. Poor guy didn't get to celebrate the goal. The best part, your first World Cup goal, he didn't even get to celebrate it because he was, I don't know. I don't know if he got kicked somewhere you don't want to be kicked. I don't know what happened. And what? What were you going to say? I didn't say. I didn't say. I wasn't going to say anything. I was just going to kind of hype you up. Oh, I thought you said, eh. I was like, yeah, yeah. You know, just trying to be your hype man. You know, like at a, yeah. at a rap concert, the guy who just stands behind the actual yeah. rapper and just repeats everything he says uh-huh. because he doesn't have anything to say. That's me oh. right now. Okay. Nick is fired up, though, about the results. I mean, I'm watching so the game, you know? I root for Someone America. Says, These colors don't take, run. Text line says we, they think we should take – oh, think Vinny should take us to the game if the Chiefs, Chiefs play the Jets in the playoffs. Uh, we probably would end up uh, – we probably would end up taking him to the game is my yeah, guess. Yeah, I think so, too. Probably how that would, uh, how that would work out. Something like, uh, something like that. The final word. Thanks again to uh, Vinny Pasquantino, obviously. Also, Nate Taylor from The Athletic. And another goal! Yeah, baby! How about that? 51st minute. Oh, are they going to call offsides? Yep. Oh, brutal. Brutal, Nick. Offsides on the Damn US. Damn it! Still one nothing. 51st minute. Yeah, they were offsides. They're showing the replay. Right call. That sucks. We will talk to you tomorrow. If you want to watch our World Cup stream, we got that going downstairs on our Facebook page. I'll be hopping down there. I think they're supposed to have beer for me, right? Isn't that the rule? They're supposed to be beer? I think they got some Budweiser products down there. I will have some of that. The Drive with CDOT coming up next.
is Cody and Gold, brought to you by Gan Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gan Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Don't miss Royals first baseman slash NFL insider, Vinny Pasquantino. This football season with Cody and Gold. My Twitter is about to unload a football <laughs> tweet. First Jets game that I have free on Sunday. It's, it's go time. 610 Sports Radio. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.